Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. My name is James Nichols and I'm also a big fan of the internet cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew A. makes the food from film and television and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 219. 219. How are we, James? pretty good johnny uh monday after the super bowl maybe the worst day uh to work ever why do we do it it's dumb it should be a it should be an off day well you know what it's because we are slaves to capitalism am i right jimmy we truly are we love that money dirty little money pigs that's what we are Mm-hmm. dlmps <laughs> that's what i always call us <laughs> I was not ready for the acronym. Uh, how are you, I haven't Johnny? done an acronym in a while. Acronyms are fun. That's good. always used to be a fun bit that I would do a lot in yeah. life, and I should bring it back because people loved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't annoying ever. Uh, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, yeah. Uh, nothing nothing too, too crazy. Um, I'm sure we'll get into all kinds of things relating to our Super Bowl eating and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Uh, we should, for full disclosure for the listener, this is the second time we've tried to record... Our Wi-Fi has been fun, fine. Her, almost our, perfect. Our guests' Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. not so great. And yeah. you know how you always try to accommodate your guests? You do. We, we, we try our hardest, you know. Um, we, we try to bring in diverse talent to, to spice up uh, this show. And sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes they have dog shit routers giving them dog shit service. And that's, you just got to roll with the punches, you know? Do you want to introduce our guest who's on dial-up? Uh, I sure do. Uh, straight from Roadrunner Central, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome uh, Mr. Joe Strix. Remember that sound? That's the that sound was a perfect of, uh, impression. That was. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> uh, I'm the dirtiest little money pig there is, baby. Glad to be here. <laughs> Uh, thank you for being here. Would you would you do a quick Thanks, impression of a fax machine? Yeah, uh, fax. <laughs> you know, a fax machine. <laughs> uh, I remember in college there was a time when some friends thought it was very very funny that the only sound Pokemon makes are their names, and if we did that for a while, mm-hmm. and we would just like say our names sometimes when we walked into people's apartments. <laughs> I just would walk in and go, John Newman. (laughs) And then you would say, depending on your tone. It was a real fun thing we did for about three days. Yeah. It's fun to to imagine uh, Pikachu trying to convey ultimate sadness by just saying its own name, you know? Yeah. Joe Strix. (laughs) Exactly. It would sound something like that. Uh, thank you for being here, boys. Tell us about your Super Bowls. This is a uh, the listener will be uh, over it because it'll have been three whole days at this point. But for us, it was last night, and we ate some food, and I'd love to hear about it. It's fresh, fresh in our minds. Should I go first? Do it. Uh, yeah. All right, we uh, a very prototypical Super Bowl meal. Uh, uh, and then grilled up a steak. A big fat honking steak, uh, and then made Julia Child's garlic mashed potatoes and Julia Child's uh, butter sauteed carrots. Delicious, fantastic Just on all fronts. Classic Super Bowl fare in the Strix household. Uh, yeah. In I honor love- of Julia's <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs, you yeah. made <laughs> yeah Julia Child, big <laughs> Mahomes fan. 
Everyone knows. She's a real head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was all about she, she was all about priest homes back in the day. I love the idea that Julia Julia Child, as we know, is no longer with us. So we'll go back to a time when she was alive. You know, priest homes in the early two thousands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not dick for meal or anything. <laughs> no, it's 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 fun to julia child cooking you know french cuisine for a super bowl party and you know talking about her parlays <laughs> can you do us just a quick oh. just a quick similar to yeah. the fax machine and also dial up could you do julia oh, child sure. making a three-part parlay <laughs> yeah sure i've i've shown myself to be a master impressionist here uh, they've, told, they've gone on too long doing the Star Spangled Banner. I've lost. I'm ruined. <laughs> Pretty good. You know, like that. Uh, did you find, the, since this was a stake that you had almost done the exact duplicate thing, did you make improvements from the last round? Did you do anything differently? Definitely made improvements. My, the crust wasn't all the way there, all the way around, but I did improve it from the previous time. It's not quite where I want it to be. So the next steak will have the better, the bestest crust yet. But otherwise, um, what, uh, what would you, what did you do differently? And then what were you going to do differently the next time? Uh, leave it on longer. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> I might, uh, yeah, just, it just needed a little more crust. So I'll probably do it a little lower on the sous vide next time and then crank the heat. Crusted up, baby. That's interesting because, like, you're not, like, I mean, the sous vide temperature, in theory, shouldn't, like, you're not going to cook the steak all the way through by just getting a sear on it. So the sous vide temp shouldn't really matter for the sear. Well, in that case, Johnny, I'm not changing anything next time. Okay. <laughs> you did it in a, in, a, in a big old cast iron pan? <laughs> big, big fat cast iron. Made a nice uh, red wine sauce with it. And you preheated it for like a long time before you put the steak in? Oh, no, I put the steak in cold. Is that a problem? <laughs> <laughs> I see yeah, He sous vide it in ice water. Is that... Yeah, hold on. Could, could, that <laughs> hold be, on. could that be what is happening? I think I think I'm seeing where I got my wires crossed here. <laughs> and then, the question was asked. Sorry. I was just say the question was asked in uh, uh, in good faith, in that it takes a very yeah. very long time to heat up a cast iron pan if you're trying to get a sear. No, hundred percent. I and to answer your actual original question, yes, uh, heated up for quite a while. It was a good faith question. <laughs> It was, and I gave a, a naughty little dirty money pig answer. <laughs> uh, the DLMPs that we are. <laughs> Jimmy, what'd you get into? Um, I had a pretty simple night. Uh, my wife and I just hung out, and we I made a veggie dip, which is just sour cream and nor vegetable mix, which is so goddamn delicious uh, for how simple it is. Uh, I made Wait, a, what is nor vegetable mix? It's like nor is the company, uh, and it's a... It's like dehydrated soup. It's like a soup mix, I think. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Are you trying to say North? Like with a TH at the end? (laughs) Yes. Nor. (laughs) Nor. Great. But you just take that and you dump it in a a 16 ounce sour, 16 ounces of sour cream and mix that shit all up and it's wonderful. And then you just dip veggies into it. It's awesome. Um, 
we had that. I'm imagining like a French onion packet or like a yeah, exactly. ranch, but I've yes. never heard. I've it's, never heard of this specific. That's exactly. The... That's exactly what it is. But it's just, it's like little ve- like de- little dehydrated veggies and yeah, yeah, yeah. seasoning dust. It's wonderful. Um, we had that. We had. I made a buffalo chicken dip, which was awesome. And then I made the biggest tray of nachos I've ever made in my entire life. Uh, two layers, so much stuff. We ate like each of us had like. A quarter of it and that was it and now i'm gonna have it again tonight and it's pretty great yes. and then i sat down and i watched myself lose almost every bet i made i lost so much money it was very fun what a good time <laughs> just so many so many losers uh i don't know why did i bet the under on one on you one parlay? I, had, both, buddy. I had a four-part parlay and i lost uh on the under why was it the under of course they were gonna score more stupid sons of bitches um yeah you're an idiot the only thing I won was that the last play of the game was not a kneel. Bet that one big. And then I bet that Jake Elliott, the Eagles kicker, would have more kicking points than Harrison Bucker in that hit. So now I have $9 when I started with about $80. So if you're doing the math at home, that's minus $71. Hmm. Well, <laughs> big loss. <laughs> your kids never wanted to go to college anyway. Uh, they didn't, and they won't because uh, I won't let them. Because you I don't believe in education. <laughs> you sit him down and you say, son, I want you to know something about the 2023 Super Bowl. <laughs> it's why you will never learn anything. Uh, I made the same bet I make every year. Um, and I put everything that I own on it. And that's that uh, both teams try hard uh, and have. <laughs> I bet that two brothers. I bet that two brothers would be in the Super Bowl. And did you hear? <laughs> That happened. How'd you cash that ticket, Johnny? Are you, are you, why are you here? You should just be swimming in your pool of money like Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. I don't know. It was just some guy I found on the street outside. I haven't been able to find him. <laughs> yeah. What odds did he give you? <laughs> he gave me 10,000 to one. And I said, sir, we shook hands. And then he got in on his bike and he rolled away. <laughs> um, so, so it was it was Patrick Patrick Mahomes and Jackson Mahomes both played in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Super Bowl is actually just an elaborate TikTok. Every no, everyone in the Super Bowl is is related. That's actually Gross. they don't tell you that. Um, Whoa. Yeah, they're all distant cousins. Everyone in the NFL. I blew my mind. All came from Lombardi family. <laughs> Distantly. Oh, it's a it's a it's a Siciliano. Yeah, yeah. You can't be in the NFL if you're not related to. Vince Lombardi in some way. Yeah, that's right. It's a mafia thing. Um, I made a couple different things. We had uh, some of my girlfriend's friends over. Uh, I guess I can call them my friends at this point. Uh, there were six of us, which I think is a great number to watch the Super Bowl. Six is like an ideal. It's small. I, yeah, I think it's the max number of people to have. I think that's the perfect because then you don't need to make too much food. You don't have too many people eating up all the good stuff. You can hear the TV. Uh, like, there's not people just squawking over everything that's going on. That I think six is like the perfect amount. You can get a good riff circle going on the commercials. Yeah, it was great. Uh, to the point of you don't need to make too much food. Boy, did I make too much food. Uh, well, yeah. You know, like, yeah, you're going to make too much food, but it's not like you don't need to have it, like, catered. Right. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? It's not like you, there's not this crazy, like, oh, we got 12 people. Let's get a let's get a six-foot sub and some other stuff going here. It, it gets stressful right. after that. Yep. Uh, I made, 
uh, nachos, and uh, Emily made pretzel bites, and I made a uh, a cheese sauce that would du- that doubled for both of them. It was the dipping Ooh. cheese for the pretzels, and then I also used it on the nachos. I did sh- uh, shredded cheese on the nachos and and that queso, exactly which was correct. very good. It was delicious. It was Kenji's recipe, which was super easy. It's sharp cheddar, mm-hmm. evaporated milk, and then a bunch of jalapenos, and it was incredible. It was really, really delicious. And then I made three different types of wings. I made buffalo wings. I made a mustard barbecue. And then I did a kind of a soy ginger with like uh, chilies in it. It was very good. Hell yeah. I was very pleased. Mustard mustard barbecue sounds wonderful. Um, How did you make the wings? I uh, covered them in baking powder, salt and pepper, and then baked them for a long time. So the baking powder gets them nice and crispy. It's a yeah, chef is John that, thing. Isn't it? Oh, okay, yeah. I, there's, I thought it was a Kenji thing, but yeah, I think the Chef John one is the yeah, one I've, I've always wanted to do. Kenji has recipes for it, too. I want to say I'm, I'm proud of both of you. I'm proud of both of you for doing nachos the right way and not the way that I think we've all seen a little too much of, which is where people coat a table in foil and then dump not like dump all their shit onto the table and eat nachos yeah right that off shit of it. sucks i hate that shit. don't ever do that no like that's that's the result of having too big of a super bowl party where people go oh this this will be good and it's not yeah. yeah but people do it with like not enough spaghetti or something like like they'll just dump a regular pot of spaghetti onto a table and it's like you could have Wait, just eaten this regular what what is to be gained from you've this? seen people do that with spaghetti yeah People do it with anything that you could do, like in a big vat or whatever. Like I've only ever seen it done with nachos, and I feel like with spaghetti they would just run off the sides. Yeah, it just it's be... it's a stupid way to eat. It's a sloppy, stupid. Yeah. Anyhow. <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like we had lovely Super Bowls. We did That's great. And uh, any other food notes on our Super Bowls? I just want to say uh, that I'm feeling pretty dialed in right now. And I think the energy that we're bringing today is thanks to the folks at Magic Mind. <laughs> is that right? And after, and after that B plus segue, let's talk about focus. Let's talk about energy. Let's talk about vibes. Let's talk about productivity. Let's talk about chasing the green dragon in a legal and safe fashion. <laughs> the dragon, in this case, of course, being Magic Mind. Magic Mind. Helps you stay focused, get more done, reduce stress and anxiety, drink less coffee, and generally feel a flow state ecstasy hitherto untold. Now, in the 1977 documentary Pumping Iron, seven-time Mr. Olympia and one-time Mr. Governor of California, Arnold Schwarzenegger says, quote, The greatest feeling you can get in a gym, or the most satisfying feeling you can get in the gym, is the pump. Let's say you train your biceps. Blood is rushing into your muscles, and that's what we call the pump. Your muscles get a really tight feeling like your skin is going to explode at any minute, and it's really tight, and it's like someone is blowing air into your muscle, and it just blows up, and it feels different. It feels fantastic. Well, thanks to Magic Mind, you too can feel the feeling of the pump mentally and emotionally thanks to the nootropics and adaptogens like Bacopa Monieri and Rhodiola, which improve your memory and enhance mental clarity. As three-time three Mr. Universe and at least one-time adulterer Arnold Schwarzenegger once said, hasta la vista, baby. Now, you two can say hasta la vista to malaise and malcontent with Magic Mind. Magic Mind has helped me personally become stronger than Arnold Schwarzenegger and better at beating the governor of California as well. 
Normally, I wouldn't have the attention span to be both a podcast guest and a former strongman action star and Maria Shriver spouse. But thanks to Magic Mind, all of those things are true of me, Joe Strix. If you too would like to feel like a six foot two Australian, Austri- Australian, Austrian Adonis, simply go to magicmind.co slash gabbing with Babish to get 56% off of your subscription in the next 10 days with promo code gabbing with Babish 20. Don't worry, cowards. We will link in the des- in the description as well. Use code gabbing with Babish 20 to get Magic Mind today and come with me if you want to live. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Sorry, that that came out of nowhere. I don't know what to tell you guys. <laughs> Did you black out? What just happened? Yeah, no, I blacked out. I think that might have been an issue with my Wi-Fi there. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we talk about Futurama? Sure. Uh, I haven't seen it. You've never seen any of Futurama? Uh, I might have seen like an episode here or there. It I had a friend like... in college who really liked it a lot, and I think that turned me off to the idea of it. And it's fair, but it was like it was like a constant on Comedy Central there for a long time. Yeah, um, I'm sure it's good. It is. It's great. Um, I was not like a hard follower of it, so I never watched like in order or new episodes. But I've seen a large number of episodes. It always made me laugh. Um, it was like a very smart show, very funny. Um, yeah, it was great. Joe, did you ever see? Uh, I watched a little bit of Futurama. I tried to get into it, and uh, I don't know. It didn't quite take, but I've, I always kid myself that I'm going to like go get back into it, and maybe I will someday. There were some real fun bets that I would have liked to see in the app. Like, uh, if you could have had it on the doink of the field goal hitting the upright, that would have been a real fun one to do. That would have been fun. I did I did a bunch of props, and, like, I bet on the Gatorade color. That's a classic one. But there are, there are things that you should be able to bet on, but they just don't make them available. And it's like, oh. What color was the Gatorade? Purple. Mm, what'd you bet? I bet clear. I bet clear at plus one thousand. Didn't hit. <laughs> Can you bet on whether or not the uh, halftime performer will show up pregnant? Is that something that is a prop bet? No, but there was a site that was offering prop bets on whether or not Rihanna would show a nipple, would show cleavage, or show her butt, which she did not none of. So if you bet on those, you lost. I mean, she did show her front butt, which is the belly, right? Yes, I think that's what medically that known as the front butt. Yeah, I'm an anatomy expert. Uh, what he makes from Futurama is uh, bachelor chow, which is what people who are single eat. It's essentially yeah. dog food. It is gross as hell. Yeah, it looked really nasty. Um, this was a fun episode, though, because it was like not regular cooking, mostly, or at least it got to the point of like not regular cooking, which I very much enjoyed. What did did it explain what it was on the show? Like what flavor that stuff from the bag was no i mean it was like a visual bit you see what's that is it fry is that that character's name yes yeah you see him just go over to the side and get out of a big dog food bag and it says bachelor chow and he puts it in a dog bowl puts water in it and then just starts eating it it's just a completely visual gag i don't think they address it ever um he starts the show by eating dog food which makes me ask have you guys ever eaten dog food no Every night of my life for the last 20 years. <laughs> Is that how you got so strong, Joe? <laughs> That's how I got so strong, thanks to dog food and Magic Mind. <laughs> the, the kind of, yeah, we suggest that you take Magic Mind with dog food to really enhance your strength <laughs> and focus. Um, it's on the label. I don't. I can't remember if I've ever 
eaten. I think I took a bite of a treat one time and it was terrible and I spit it out. But there was one time we, my mom used to run this um, exchange with a, uh, a French high school. She was a French teacher and the, one of the French teachers was staying at her house and my mom had put out like a charcuterie board and then had accidentally left a small bag of a box of uh, dog treats, like not next to the charcuterie board, but still on the same kitchen Island as the charcuterie board. And the French teacher didn't know that they weren't uh, part of the charcuterie board and just thought they were like crackers and took one out and ate one. And then her famous line was she was eating it and she goes, "Mm, quite good. And then we realized what she was eating and it was a dog treat. So the French love dog treats. Uh, Quite good. Yeah. Yeah. She said, mm, quite good, which means, I don't know, the European Did she palate, say it like that or did she say très bien? No, she said quite good in English because, you know, she was in America, so you got to speak English in America. That's right. That's what we yeah, would, that's what we would say to her. Like, hey, you're in our country now. This is an exchange. You're in our country. You better speak, <laughs> the, speak the damn language. Right. Look at us. Look at us. We are the captain now. <laughs> and eat, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Eat the dog food, you, you frog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what Babish didn't do, though, what I would have liked to see is if he put water in it to like make it into a mush, which is what it looked like on the show, which would have made it even grosser. Yeah. Right. And the, or it would have made it more delicious based on all the dogs I've had in my life because they all love when you make their food a little wet. They go crazy for it. <laughs> yeah, they want, they want things to be a little sloppy. Just a, yeah, just a little sloppy. Just slap him up. Uh, so then what he goes on to make is what I thought was actually very interesting. It's like he makes beef bourguignon and then freeze dries it so that he can add water and reconstitute it, which I thought was like a very fun take on dog food. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was very cool. Um, the process of freeze drying it was kind of nuts. Of course, he has a freeze dryer. Do you think he owns that freeze dryer or do you think he rented it for the show? I, I have in my notes uh, that he definitely owns it because he owns all like he has yeah he just pulls pull out a freeze dryer right next to your dehydrator and your ice cream maker like he has the space for all these of course he has it I don't know that it was a weird angle that made it look like it wasn't necessarily his kitchen what did you think was that his kitchen I think that was his kitchen I think this was still early on in the run in his new house and it was like I think it was the kitchen below his normal kitchen like you know how he's got the two levels of kitchens yep i think it was the one below probably where he keeps his items like like joe was saying like his dehydrator and things like that where it's like i don't use this all the time i'm just gonna store it down right 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 um but it's it's also just like i don't know it's a it's a thing that i feel like he uses the other things more he's used a dehydrator and he's used the ice cream maker a few times like this i don't think he's ever used a freeze dryer ever there's a account on TikTok that he just freeze dries candy, and it is awesome. Like Nerd's Rope freeze dried. Nerd's Rope, a delightful Willy Wonka product, is freeze dried and becomes like super puffy, and it becomes like like super crunchy, like a pork rind almost. It looks incredible. Whoa, really? Yeah, I would have thought it just like would just f- would fall apart. Yeah, I'm gonna need that. Is it's already? Isn't it already? I I imagine it to already be like dehydrated something. Well, I mean, a Nerd's Rope, there's quite a bit of moisture in that rope. Uh, oh the rope oh the rope part you're right i'm thinking of nerds though like 
Do the nerds just like fall apart into dust? Uh, I think the nerds puffed up a little bit as well, if I'm remembering right. I'll send it around. Don't huh. you worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how they get the revenge. Uh, it's a beautiful TikTok account. <laughs> There's a couple different things. Yeah, that's great, Joe. Thank you. <laughs> um, I have a question. Back to back to him making the beef bourguignon. Why does tomato paste? sneak its way into all of these uh into all these recipes anytime he's making like the uh mirepoix and stuff like that he throws in tomato paste it's in every recipe why 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 is it there why did it what do you what mean? does it do it gives a deep tomato flavor so I, but it doesn't. Yeah, it you, does. you don't ever taste no it do, you don't taste tomato and beef but like you don't I don't know like is it necessary? I bet so if James, I made you, do you know how? Go, go, go. Do you know how? Do you know how? What we as people have to brush our teeth with regular toothpaste. So tomato paste is sort of the vegetables in the mirepoix brushing their quote unquote teeth. Just if that clears anything up. <laughs> Joey's so glad to be interrupted for that. <laughs> so so happy. <laughs> I think back if you to had you, a Jimmy. <laughs> I think if we gave you a beef stew side by side and you one of them was made with tomato paste and one wasn't, I think you would be able to tell a difference in depth of flavor. I I don't believe that's true. Like because like, I'm going to have you over added, to my house. I, I'm going to make yes, two beef okay, stews. Yes. Okay, good. This is good. After, They're going to be so good. All right. You're going <laughs> to yes, make two beef stews for me, please, and serve them to me and I will tell you if I can because like in this it was like it's like a table it's a tablespoon. It's not even that much. And then he like there's so much like beef stock and all this stuff thrown on top of it. I don't know. I just don't get it. Never have gotten it. But there was that one episode where Babish makes tomato paste and he the amount of tomatoes it takes to make tomato paste. Tomato paste is such a concentrated thing. I guess that it's like true. I think That's a, a tablespoon point. of yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like adding two or three tomatoes, you know? Yeah. Okay. I have a question. I mean, this does bring to mind for me at least like my my weird hot food take that's in the same vein as this is that I think bay leaves do nothing. Like, do you guys have anything else that's in the same vein where it's like, it, it, to me, it feels like anytime a bay leaf shows up in a recipe, you might as well be saying, and now we add the bay leaves. No one knows why. It's tradition. Like, that's what that's what a bay leaf feels like in a recipe to me. I feel the same way about salt. I don't think you can ever tell if salt adds anything to food. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's fair joe i'm with you but i've it's one of those things where i like i've just been told enough times that like no bay leaves do make a difference trust me that i'm like all right fine i'm doing i'm doing all this work i'm not gonna leave out a bay leaf just just for my own pride you know you ever done uh i think that's a i think that's Oh, is it, you ever done Sorry, a shot that's half bay leaf, half Irish whiskey, and then you dump that into a Guinness, and then you drink it real quick? <laughs> they call that the troubles. <laughs> Did you ever watch Dairy Girls on yes, Netflix? Yes, great show. Yeah, I liked it a lot. We just yeah. finished it. Oh, it's very good. I still haven't, I haven't watched season three, but season one and two are truly hilarious. Season three is great as well. All right, I'm excited to check now, it out. Now, the only Dairy Girls I watch are cows. All right, back to you guys. <laughs> so he makes a beef bourguignon. He does it pretty traditional. Uh, some differences, but he does it mostly in the oven. Makes a just a great looking beef stew. Uh, the part that I found really enjoyable is he takes the gravy afterwards, refrigerates it for a day, and then you have that puck of fat on top that just comes right off. It's very satisfying. Yes, it was. Yeah, love seeing that. 
Uh, and then he separates it, freeze dries it, puts it in a little bag, and then makes dog food out of it. I was absolutely shocked by how appetizing the reconstituted bowl. Like he was like, I, he, he was. He, it looked it pretty looked good. So good, and it was like pre-cut up into little bits. It looked amazing, and like he was like he was kind of trashing it because it was like served in a dog bowl. Buddy, give me more food in dog bowls. I'll scarf it down. It looked. Oh God, it looked delicious. Just chunks of meat covered in gravy. Oh man, I wanted that. Yeah, what difference does it make what kind of bowl it's in? It's a delicious food. Yeah. Eat out of a dog bowl, you loser. I would buy this if it was available and and not <laughs> insane. I would a hundred percent because like I like it's essentially what like homemade ramen is. It's just like concentrated dust that becomes delicious when you put it right. in hot water. So I would eat this shit so fast. Well, when we co- when we open up our our spinoff restaurant off of this, the Gab Lab, that'll be that'll be our top listed item is the uh, reconstituted buff bourguignon in a dog bowl. Uh, eat it up, you dirty little money pig! You know, <laughs> yeah, you dirty little money pig. <laughs> I don't. There, I mean, they would have done it by now if if there was a market for this at all. But like, really, really high quality ingredients, freeze dried and then sh- like sold in shelf stable thing. Like, obviously, they would have done it. And the reason that it tastes like this type of food doesn't taste great now is because they don't use like great ingredients. But uh, tell that to Dippin' Dots, John. I mean, that is the ice cream of the future, but we're not there yet. I'm talking in the I present. Would, I <laughs> would be curious to see if he, what he should have done is saved some of that freeze dry, like saved a package. For like a couple yeah, of years. And then like and when he it, gets to, when he gets to 11 save. million subscribers or something, bust it out and see if it's still good a year or two or three down the line. Because he just, it was I just like. like Oh yeah. yeah, like he made it yesterday and reconstituted it today. I don't know if that's the best test. Right. That said, g- give me it. Yeah, yeah, give me a bowl full of chunky tower. meat. I'll scarf it down like the little dog I am. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a good episode because it was like something different and something cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree totally. Um, would you guys like to correspond with a coward? Sure. A podcast email, uh, which comes to us from our buddy, Ian. Uh, It says, podcast email, in parentheses, James focused. Hey, Babish guys. I know I just sent an email. Sorry. But I would like to commend James on one of the best guest spots ever because he was on the Problemos podcast recently, and it was hilarious and also terrible, like every episode of that (laughs) podcast is. (laughs) I could listen to Nick Milton tell stories of people being brutalized for hours, and James' commentary to that was very good. Was not expecting live audio of a man getting shot, but you know what? It can't hurt. Actually, it can't. Uh, or what about Nick Milton showing James... Is that what that podcast is? <laughs> no, not always. Uh, but, but, but that is actually what happened. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, or what about Nick Milton showing James porn for what sounded like a while? Also great. Thanks for the last, James. That was an all-timer. Thanks, Ian. I do not own an iPhone. Um, Ian, thank you so thank you so much, Ian. But that, yeah, that po- podcast is I had I was just holding on for dear life while on that podcast. Uh, if if you guys want 
a highly inappropriate podcast, please listen to Problemos uh, with Nick Milton. He is one of the funniest people I've ever met in my entire life. Yes, uh, he did play audio of a man getting shot in the knee. Uh, and then there is also audio <laughs> from porn uh, at various times. Nothing terrible, just like the the weird discussions before people have sex. But yeah, it's it's it was one of the weirdest podcasts I've ever been on and one of the most fun because Nick Milton is truly one of the best people ever. Yeah, Nick Nick does does it all with a straight face and uh yeah, finds finds a thing and sticks on it and really uh <laughs> takes it to the nth yes. possible degree. Uh, uh but only go listen to that after you've listened to all 219 episodes. Correct. I'm going to say 3 times around yeah, this time. Yeah, we got to get those numbers, baby. Get those numbies up. Um, Purchase magic buying. But thank you. And, uh, <laughs> If you like the podcast, uh, please like and subscribe. Give us those five-star reviews. Uh, if you want to follow us for more content, we are at GabWithBab on Twitter. We're GabWithBabish on Instagram. Uh, if you want to send us emails with compliments to me. Nope. Uh, send that nope. to GabWithBabish at gmail.com. You know? Love to hear it. I love hearing it. All right. Bye. I'm all about it. Bye, everybody. Bye.